bed and I stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping, out on the streets the traffic starts jumping, with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working Welcome back to the 9 to 5 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jarrett McKay. We've got the whole panel back. Uh, Ty Comer is back with us tonight. Robbie is here. Elliot is here. And Aaron Campbell joins us once again. Uh, We're going to continue our series on the NFL preseason breakdowns of each division. Last time we did the uh, AFC North with the Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. And tonight we plan on giving you the AFC East, uh, which is basically the Patriots and three other teams that people just – don't care very much about because that division's kind of been a, a joke over the last really 10 to 15 years. But uh, in all rea- in uh, all seriousness, we got the Patriots, the Dolphins, uh, the Jets, and and the Bills. Right. Um, shout out to Arthur Campbell there. The anyway, Bills. guys, um, to our listeners, we're going to basically go through this uh, similar to how we went through last week's show. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about fantasy uh, for each team. Go through and pick our division winners. Not that this is going to be any question. Uh, and then Robbie actually had some good ideas, maybe picking some players that we think might stand out in the division. So maybe picking a division MVP, uh, offensive and defensive player, and a rookie standout. So to get this thing started, um, I guess we can just go across the table, and this should take all of about 30 seconds uh, to see who's who we're picking to win this division. Ty, we'll start with you. Who do you have to win this year's uh, AFC East? What did we say, Robbie? Since 2001, they've only lost 16 out of 18. They're 16 out of their last 18. So. And so you're going to make this 16 out of 19 by choosing the Dolphins Bills. to win it this year. Bills. All right, we'll go with Bills. Yeah, right? Josh Allen becomes some uh, unbelievable talent. No, uh, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, 20 AFC East titles. The New England Patriots will make it a 21st this year. They've won nine straight. So. All right, Ty's going with the Pats. Rob? I know you're probably just going to go with the Pats. So, uh, I mean, am, I, am I mistaken there? Or? No. Sad, or not even Yes, you're not mistaken. All right. Aaron? Uh, Pats all the way. I mean, it, it's it's just a no-brainer. Most talented team by far in that division. Uh, the Bills were a playoff team last year. I don't see that repeating this year. That It's, it's going to be a clean sweep of the division. They should win every single game. Uh, before we move to Elliot, we'll apologize to our listeners. Ty still has his phone on from not being here last week, sorry. so he's he's got out of the groove. Uh, he's got to get back in. I'm he's sorry. he's got to get back into game shape here. I'm sorry. <laughs> game shape. Uh, Never know when Jordan Mercer's gonna call. Uh, Have you right. seen this gut? It ain't no in shape. I tell you. Uh, Elliot, any any surprise with both. you or? Well, I'm pretty sure there's still a guy named Tom Brady and another guy named Bill Belichick in the Patriots organization. So we know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots, too. Uh, I've looked at their schedule, and they do have a pretty tough start of the season, but as I go through, I'm just like, they've got basically six games where they're going to be favored heavily in exactly. each of their divisional games. Yeah. Towards the end of the season, they do have some tough challenges. Um, I look at the Vikings, the Packers, and the Steelers, but at the beginning of the season, um, they do have some tough games. Uh, let's see, Texans. I think that's actually a game that the Patriots have a chance of losing. Remember last year, uh, they opened the season. Uh, who did they open the season with last year and they lost? Was it the Chiefs maybe? The Chiefs. The and they Chiefs, got to be pretty bad. The Chiefs throttled them. 
open Kareem open Hunt, game. baby. Yeah, yeah, Kareem Hunt, big shout out party. So for their him. first two <laughs> games will be against the Texans and the Jaguars. Now that's two chance. This is an actual realistic chance of them starting zero two. They play some pretty talented teams. Um, I wouldn't see them losing two games in a row, yeah. but just based on the I two, I bet good money they're one and one. I, I, I say they go <laughs> one and one, but I think both of those teams are teams that they could see <clears throat> in the AFC pl- uh, AFC playoffs or AFC championships. I think if Deshaun Watson's healthy, the All Texans right. are going to be very. You think good. they? You think they lose to the Texans or Jaguars more? Jags. more of a chance. I think, I think more, Jags because of the defense. I think. So, and the I think game. it's the Texans. I think it's now, more the Texans too because it's the first game of the season. And Bill O'Brien, he's a former Patriot. I, I say Jags because it's on the road. I say Jags because I think yeah, it's going to take. Well I think Florida. it's going to. I think it's yeah. going to take Deshaun Watson a little bit more time to get back into it. But what about this? Are you? Do you think that this Texans team? Is better than last year's Chiefs team. Yes. And the Chiefs, I mean, we saw what they did to the Patriots last yeah, year. Yeah, they probably, they probably are. I, th- I think top to bottom, I think they're better. If I think, and a lot, a lot of this depends on how Deshaun Watson comes back, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, if he plays I well, I think that they definitely that. have. Sorry, Adam. Uh, the ability uh, to beat the Patriots. But Robbie, you say that they've got a better chance of losing the first game as well. Aaron, yeah, Ty, and Elliot, you guys are going with the Jags, correct? Yeah, I just yeah. think the Jags. You know, I mean, they. Basically, should have gone to the uh, the Super Bowl last year. I thought. I mean, they were. I thought they were by far the best team in the AFC or in the AFC. I, I just think what separates the Jags from the Texans is their ability to run the ball. It's just they they upgraded their offensive line, bringing in Andrew Norwell. Uh, I, I just think their line's going to be better. I think it's that's going to be a really close game between the Jags and the, and the Pats. I think. I think the Jags are going to play play their game. They're going to play defense. Try to run it down your throat. Blake Bortles going to scramble all the pocket, pick up a couple first downs, and make the throws he needs to make. So while we're talking about the Patriots, uh, we're all in unison here that we think that they're going to win the division again. Um, what about the storylines over this past offseason? Uh, are we? Are you guys paying any attention to uh, maybe some fizzle in the relationship between uh, Bob Kraft, Tom Brady, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, rumors about Rob Gronkowski retiring? Of course, they're all going to be at camp, and, and, and they're going to uh, end up on the field this year, I believe. But uh, there have been some trade rumors floating around, which there always are. I mean, there are yeah. with every team. But um, do you guys seeing any of the off, off-season stories, uh, whether they're made up by the media or not, playing any kind of effect uh, into this year or even next year, the futures of Belichick, uh, Brady, or, I mean, Kraft not as much because he's the owner, but do you see that uh, this dynasty ending within the next year or so? Um, Rob, let's start with you. No. Uh, to put it bluntly, um, I, I just think they're too—they're too much like a machine to be disrupted. They're not like the Cowboys, who if you. No, I'm—I'm like, I'm trying to compare more towards like maybe the the '90s era teams, like maybe the. Uh, I mean, not just because they're my team, because I, I mean I, I didn't get to see them, but the Bulls. That team eventually broke up. God, every I, I mean, week. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, across sport. Oh my God! But oh, to answer that, I just don't. I don't think there's every dynasty I don't comes think to there's an end. Ever been a dynasty that's been run like this one? The for Lakers this long. Oh, by huh? the way, the Cowboys were mentioned in that this too. long. I, don't know if you're I wasn't oh, mentioning yeah. the Cowboys. Absolutely. This there's never been a dynasty that has lasted this long. We, we're talking about it's 2018, and they've lost two divisions would, since 2000. I'm not sure I would go that far. I'd say the Spurs are comparable. But, but in the I think I think a big thing I that don't can know, that, that, with championships with actual championships. The Spurs they have won five. But the Spurs in the, about but, the same amount of but time. But the Spurs oh, wow. haven't been championship worthy the last 
couple Since of years. Since the Warriors, four years. Okay, but by titles alone, they I'm are. Not, I'm not going in, titles. I'm saying the, every year the Patriots are pretty much the favorite. But I think a lot of that is attributed that they've had the same coach and the same yeah, quarterback that, yeah. throughout that entire span. I just don't think – I think it's really hard to do in football. Oh, it is. It, it, it does is very hard. It, the injuries, I mean, it's, it's such a physical game. And, you know, they also never, happen to play in yeah. one of the worst divisions. And to keep it, that it, team it, together. It is, it is a big help. But, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, who's going to beat him? The Dolphins? Hey, <laughs> you know he's not here to defend but, himself. But, but, but you know they can't. They can't help that the other teams can't draft. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying that th- that definitely helps them out. Oh, it does. It hurt. definitely helps them out. But I mean, uh, every other division at least has their rise and fall. Like like for example, the last couple of years, NFC West, we saw the Seahawks, but there's the 49ers, be, there's the Rams, all of them. At there's some got to be something been, from the Patriots that are is attributed. Well, even to the that. Cardinals who made a Super Bowl. Cardinals. I mean, within the last five to six years, they've all had at least their run at a championship or. At yeah, least good I, enough to I agree, one. but there's some reason that it hasn't <clears throat> happened in that division. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I think you know. Going back to the original question, I think this is. I'd say similarly. Probably going to be. What North? No, AFC South. Would it be? Is that the Colts and the Texans? No. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, Colts, yeah, okay. Texans. Colts, I, I still I don't know how the Colts are in that. But that yeah, that division yeah. has <laughs> the Colts when they were dominant. Yeah, not to get us. Too sidetracked because we'll talk about this division later. But I mean, it seemed like a lot of times when they were dominant, the Jaguars made some runs. But that division was bad for a while too. Yeah, I think it's a lot to do with the team being so dominant that it just smothers the other teams. It really yeah, they don't you don't have free agents that want to come yeah. there. You can't build a winner because they just kill the new quarterbacks that come in. Yeah, but I don't know. Ty, you were saying something. I yeah, going back to the original question, I think. Is this the – I think the oh, yeah, way you phrased right. the question was, is this the year that we start to see a decline in the – The team, the in, dynasty Yeah, in the dynasty, yeah. right? Yeah. So, well, he's yes. like in the next two years. Which I, year or two. I, I don't think it's – I think you year. can decline and still win but, that division. I don't think absolutely. it's – I don't, I don't absolutely. think the decline is coming this year or next year. I, I think it's coming this year. I think the decline is starting this year. They're still going to be very good. They're still yeah. going to win 12 games at least. But – I think this is the year that the decline starts. I mean, we've already mentioned it with the, the budding heads, and now guys aren't so much as involved with just winning, and they're starting to – I feel like these egos are starting to butt some heads a little bit. And, uh, I mean, we've seen it with Kraft, and we've seen it with Brady and Belichick. And, and you expect something like yeah. that. As much as much winning has gone on there, eventually this is going to happen, right? I mean, the credit has to be given to somebody. And Absolutely. I, I, think it, I think the big fuss happens after it's all over. Well, and, and of course, big decisions. I mean, like once, garage, once Brady decides he retires, then the fuss will happen. Well, obviously, when he and retires, the, the, they're going to decline without that kind of quarterback. But I, what I'm trying to say is, like, when it comes to big time decision making, and we're wondering, okay, who's going to make these decisions? We all know Belichick doesn't like owners getting involved in football decisions, but obviously, I think we all can agree that Bob Kraft had some sort of input. A oh, major impulse. Yeah, he he told yeah. Belichick that it was going to happen. Yeah, but I I don't know. I think it's a lot of media. So basically, right now it's no deal to you, right? Not Aaron, right. what do you think? Uh, I mean, as as far as like you know, seeing these or seeing this team come to an end, as far as like a, the dynasty itself, you're not going to see that until Tom Brady is gone or Bill Belichick's gone or or both. And I I think until those both of those keep pieces of that organization are gone. They're going to keep winning. And, I mean, like Ty said, they're easily going to win 12 games. 
or six six games within their division they should win automatically. Um, and you know don't don't win these games against other good teams just because they're going to out coach them. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I, I don't see it coming in. I, I as far as like it, being a Steelers fan, I've had to witness my team getting their brains beat in by this team for years now. I mean, they're not the only team. No, they're not the only team. But my team, like everybody gets beat by the or, you know out of out of our friend group right here at the, on the panel. Mm-hmm. My team's the only team in the AFC that has to, to deal with ha- has to go year. through right. them in the playoffs right. every year in order to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we have never. At least, at least you get there. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's true. And you've seen a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, we're just lucky yeah. to get to the you've playoffs. You've seen a couple Super well, Bowls too. I mean, we have never. Roethlisberger has never beaten Tom Brady in the playoffs, and until I see it, I don't think he ever will. Uh, Elliot, I think you kind of chimed in a little bit, but what are, what is your big thoughts on this? So my thoughts are. When Tom Brady leaves, that's when it goes down yeah, the plane. That's, that's how, yeah. Because when he leaves, I'm not too sure Bill's going to stay. And even if he does, he's not going to have Tom and McDaniels on the other side to kind of take the offense for him and let him just focus on the defense. So he's always been good at getting the most out of his own players with what he has to work with. Mm-hmm. But if he has to have his focus spread out too much, I don't know that he would be as effective as he is, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't know if he would stay in that situation, but they screwed it up when they traded Garoppolo. I don't know who eventually made the call. I've heard it's Kraft, and I've heard that's why they butted heads mm-hmm. and why the struggle for power was within this organization. But that that screwed them right there. Trading Garoppolo, you traded your future. You traded basically – I mean, I think he's going to be a franchise quarterback. I think he's going to be – after this year, I, I think you're going to see he's top five. So – I think you relinquished your sustained success for the next 10 to 15 years for this next three years, and I don't think it's going to pay off. My thing on that is you weren't going to keep him past next year because he's going to be a free agent, and the 49ers would have given him that money then. You know what I mean? That's true. You 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 should have got something for him. Like, if you're deciding you're going to Garoppolo, you have to let Brady go after next year. Yeah. Then... We talked about this on a previous show. And you don't show. do that. I already went that road. Well, we already talked about this. What I was really surprised with in the NFL draft was after losing Garoppolo, you know, Brady was going to be 41 this year. Why didn't you trade up and get that heir apparent quarterback mm-hmm. that you, unless they didn't, you know, like any guy at that spot or like yeah, anybody in this draft that they thought? That, how many weeks ago was it when we all, us four, had the argument? Because I, I think it's appropriate that we ask Aaron the same question. It was the week we, before last. Yeah, so we, we all played GM here. We said, and now, and now Robbie's presented a better question. We said, if it was up to us, if we were the GM, what would we have done? Would we have decided to keep Garoppolo when it came time part ways with Brady? And just and just move with Jimmy, or do we play the loyalty card and just play it out with Brady till he decides to quit? What do you do there? Well, I listened uh, listened to y'all's show on that, and okay, know, so and, you heard yeah, you heard yeah, the conversation. Yeah, listened to the show and heard everyone's opinion on it, and I was kind of split down the middle because I, while Tom Brady is you know going to go down as a uh, as a folk hero mm-hmm. in in uh, the New England area, and you know. Uh, I think Ty, you mentioned like all the different dogs that are named Brady. Brady. Oh yeah, in Massachusetts. I mean, he is he, did he is a hero. I mean, the man has won five Super Bowls. I mean, more than most teams have won, and just on his own. I I agree with what Robbie said. I wouldn't bet my job on it. No, no, tra- no, yeah. not I. I know Jimmy's damn good, 
and mm-hmm. I would love this. I, I'm going to love to see what he can do the next several years as as a oh, Niner. I hope he's great. Yeah. My question and is, why do they rush into it? Why did they? Why do they? Why did they do this? Because like, if you don't do it, if you wait till this year to do it, the NFL is not like the MLB where like you can get good values. Well, so his stock give, was also they, really high. But they wanted to give the 49ers a a year of control, which is this year coming up, which they didn't have to give him that contract last year. His but stock was pretty high because what we resigned, saw from him was really him, good. Right? They signed him long-term. But I the think, Patriots had Yeah, the 49ers the did 49ers after did. these yeah. games. But I remember a, a certain trade package, that one of, like a scenario that one of you all had drawn, uh, drawn up where – like Brady would say, be traded to the Jaguars. For, oh, that was me. For, yeah, for Ramsey and, and like several like first round picks. And Abs- absolutely, I would do. Okay, that. good. I That'd, think Robbie said he wouldn't bet his job on. I think I said something about onions or something. So I'll, yeah. I'll be a little bit now, more respectful. It, it, it would. It would it, take, some, it take onions. It would take to some huevos to do that. Yeah, it would, it would definitely take some huevos to do that. But but Elliot made the point. I don't know if I would bet my job on it. Elliot made the point. The Super Bowls that Brady won, they're there forever. They're not going to get erased. Mm-hmm. So now you have to either decide, are you, you just going to bank you on that? you got to the future. You, or are you, you going to try to win more of them? Yeah. Okay, because they're going to be there. You've already done those. They're not going anywhere, but they're, that's what they are. They're in the past. If you want to win more in the future, you have to build. But I, and I can't say that I don't understand Robbie's argument, because yeah. I definitely understand the point. I would just – I'd probably go the riskier route to try to build for that yeah. future. I, I would definitely agree on building for the future – but this AFC, this AFC, this coming year, this is going to be the most loaded, I think, as far as like top heavy teams in the AFC mm-hmm. that there has been in a little while. Because the Steelers will be good; they'll be competitive with them. The Jaguars, the Texans, the Chargers. Even though the Chargers have been bitten by the injury bug yep. every single year over the past couple <laughs> years, sorry, Not James, ready, yeah. but they should be very good. And I mean, if the Chiefs had a better defense, I, I think that they could contend. But I just don't think the defense is going to be there. But it's going to be a really talented top half of the AFC, and I, I think the Patriots are going to have to earn it to get back to a Super. Well, I wanted Bowl. to get in there too that we talked about before is that the Patriots signed Decker. So yes. I think he could help a lot. I, I, I think in the in the hole that Amadola left. Well, you're, you're mentioning Decker, and Aaron just mentioned uh, that That's the AFC is loaded with talent. Let's. Why don't we talk about the talent a little bit? Talk about the uh, impact fantasy players on the Patriots. Elliot and Aaron, again, we'll leave you mostly to this. Um, again, Aaron was talking about the heavy talent, so let's talk about someone. Who are some of the people that stand out to you fantasy-wise on the Patriots? Okay, so obviously the one that's just out there in the open is Rob Gronkowski. He's mm-hmm. always the number one tight end if he's on the what field. What round? I think it depends on your league. I think it depends on your league and what. Do you like, draft him as a receiver kind of, or a tight end? Like value. He's, he's going to put up. He's going to put up wide receiver. That's always my thing. That's always my thing. This year's weird because tight end is really deep for once. It is. So I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to take him this year. But if he's sitting there at in like midway through, I don't know, say the third round, you're going to take him. Yeah, because he's just he provides such an advantage over the other people. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he plays if he plays ten games. Yeah, that's the thing. You can you can play him at a tight end, but he puts up receiver well, numbers. Yeah. I saw a stat it's like a third. Receiver. I saw a stat yeah, with Gronk that when in his career when he has played eleven or more games in a season, he has scored at least eight touchdowns. Yeah, and I mean he's if he stays healthy, he's going to get over a thousand yards. He's going to get a ton of red zone looks. So I think he. Easily could get well, eight touchdowns, not, probably probably twelve or fifteen. Not only that, but we've seen in recent weeks how depleted New England's receiving core has been. You say they just added Decker, but I mean, he's getting older too. He's not a huge threat to his targets. So 
it's going to be basically Chris Hogan. I think that's another guy you're going to want to draft. Yeah. So Chris Hogan and Rob Gronkowski are going to be the focal point of the passing game. And when you've got Tom Brady throwing you the ball, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my next question, you guys. Is Tom Brady a quarterback that you look at at the top of the charts this year, fantasy-wise? Uh, as we said, quarterback similar to tight end. It's really mm-hmm. deep this year. But, I mean, I'm never going to fault you for drafting Tom Brady. You know, <laughs> you know the production's going to be there if he's mm-hmm. on the field. So... I have no nothing against taking him. You seem like you're kind of in agreement with him here. I, I'm definitely in agreement with him. Uh, as far as how he touched on the tight ends, really deep position this year, it is uh, Gronk. I mean, he's Gronk's coming off the board in a lot of mock drafts that that we've seen, second or third round, which I think is a fair uh, draft price. I think it depends on how you want to build your team because if you're taking Gronk in the second round, you're probably you're going to be passing on a good running back, good number one receiver. But as Robbie was uh, saying, Gronk is going to put up some you know wide receiver one kind of numbers some yeah. weeks. But the health health concerns do scare me. But uh, if he's there, like as Elliot said, middle of the third, I'm I'm going to highly consider it. Uh, Chris Hogan, as Elliot mentioned, um, a guy who's going to be Brady's number one outside receiver. With uh, I mean, I, I know that he plays outside, and uh, you know Edelman has played more of the slot receiver role. But uh, Hogan was a number one wide – or he was like a wide receiver one through the first half of the season last year before he got injured. He was like the number two receiver for the first – Oh, he was putting up a ridiculous touchdown pace. He had 128 yards and a a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And he's already – he's been Brady's most targeted receiver in camp so far. I mean, so the rapport is definitely there. And Brady's always been a guy to go with the familiar face. Mm -hmm. Another guy I really like – uh, is Rex Burkhead at running back. I think he is a guy. Well, and I was about to ask about Sonny Michelle, but go ahead and talk oh, about Burkhead. That's the sleeper. Uh, now, I think Michelle is a sleeper, but I'm just going to forewarn you that he struggled with fumbling problems a lot in college, a lot, and he has already fumbled a, a, a couple times <laughs> in camp. Sounds like a running back that used to be a good fantasy player. But we, we know Bill Texas. does not put up with fumbles. Bill does yeah, not. You know what will happen. You fumble up there. Yeah. Be- <laughs> I didn't say the name. I didn't bring it up, Ty. <laughs> I know that smirk on your face. I wish you would. I didn't say the name. <laughs> I haven't mentioned them yet. But Belichick does not put up with fumbling. I know they <laughs> took Michelle in the first round, and they also took an offensive lineman from uh, George in the first round. I can't remember what his name is. Isaiah Wynn, maybe? <laughs> yeah, they were room- right, yeah. he was roommates with um, Sonny Michelle. Uh, all right. That, that's right. But so the I old think roommate narrative. I, I think right. they will have. I think they will have a lot of. I think they will have a lot of faith in Sony Michelle, especially with Deion Lewis leaving town. I look for uh, Michelle to get a lot of the receiving work. But if you look back to last year, Burkhead, at the end of the season, he was getting more goal line carries than what Mike Gillisley was, who Mike who Belichick went to bat for to bring in from Buffalo to be their goal line back, and also by the end of the season. He was out snapping Deion Lewis, like it, uh, as far as like just a total of snaps throughout the game. He was getting more snaps than what Lewis was, and I think weeks eight through eight through fourteen, he scored seven touchdowns. So he's going to be their go-to guy in the red zone. Yeah, Burkhead's the guy I'm going to take in that backfield because if you look at their average draft position right now, Michelle is getting taken two to three rounds earlier than Burkhead, and for that price discrepancy, I'm just going to take Burkhead every time. Yeah, I would agree with you. We're playing fantasy here, so in real life, obviously, you're going to want Michelle. He's definitely the more talented player, but Burkhead just does everything well, and he's just a guy that New England likes, and I think he's going to get a lot of the work. Good insight there on the Patriots. Aaron, you still had something left to say. Uh, The only thing I was going to add, I know a a lot of fantasy owners 
you know, tend to get scared off by the Pats running game just because they use so many different guys. And Gronk's there. You know, Gronk's going to get his touches in the red zone. Hogan, as Elliot and I mentioned, will get his touchdowns. But the Patriots, if you look at it, they run the ball inside the 10 more than – well, I, I think they're like top three in red zone carries. So they are willing to they give them – yeah, they, they love that um, HB inside, halfback inside that's on Madden. Oh, the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great play. <laughs> Speaking of Madden, that comes out in a couple of weeks, oh, right? We've I've actually, I've league. actually heard that it's not that some of the gameplay has gone backwards. Well, they just increased the BS. Oh yeah, yeah. trust me. I've, I still haven't decided. All <laughs> oh, the BS. Oh yeah. Oh, you From decided if you're gonna. I, I, saw, I saw this expert saying something about they they put in this new real player movement. Yeah. Thing and and it's supposed to make the things look a little more. Um, I don't know, a little more realistic uh, in player movements, but they stay that still on the sideline. You get the coach kicking the dirt even when you're up well, 60 I'm, to I'm gonna 12. I'm going to say $10 I beat Elliott in our league this year. That's, that's oh. a joke. That's a you heard it here first, folks. Uh, it'll probably but I also heard that you I don't even know if I'll back. be in it, so that's oh, what exactly. I'm Shut up. We're going to move on to the – I also the, uh, heard that your San Francisco 49ers coached by Elliott Good averaged 60 points a game last year. <laughs> <laughs> en route to the Super Bowl. Let's move on to okay. the Jets. Every blind squirrel finds uh, That's right. It, only because they're in New York and, and they have a rookie who I assume is going to be the starter. Hasn't showed year. up to camp yet because he has not been signed. He, I think he, he actually, finally, he actually agreed did finally agreed in terms to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember the actual like con- uh, contract details. But, but. Well, I'd definitely make sure I milk the Jets for the most money. Too. Now he is starting. <laughs> Just to make clear to the viewers, we're talking about the Jets. Are you sure he's starting? Uh, and Sam Darnold. I don't think really he's will. start. Also, oh, who's sure. who's going to start? I think right? it might be Josh McCown. 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 Got, they've got Teddy too. They've got Teddy Bridgewater. But McCown had so that's a, heck a decent of a year quarterback. Last year. Yeah, he did. So that is actually a decent quarterback competition between three guys who are capable, or two guys who we know are capable of playing. One guy who they are are going to make their future. So let's start with that. Uh, let's start with that topic. Ty, who do you think is going to I don't know when I, was, I don't know if it would be who better to phrase the one? question is okay who starts week one for the Jets at quarterback week one see that's I, that's a different that's answer a than question. what I see I was I gonna want. I was gonna go with who's gonna make the biggest impact on the team this year well let's say who starts week I one I think whoever who, wins I think whoever wins the quarterback job is the gonna be the biggest impact on that team so whoever starts week one. He's going to have the biggest impact. No, I see. I think that's because that's who's winning the job, right? Well, they maybe. should know the job. I'm saying, I'm saying full camp. term. I'm saying full term. I think. I don't know, man. I think Josh McCown starts week one, but I think Teddy Bridgewater yeah. is just too good of a quarterback, what? and I think he's going to end up coming in after, you know, in a, in let's a say, blowout. Or let's say who starts McCown's week sucking. one and who you think the end of the season starts. There you go. That's that's. See, I would that, probably. That would be my answer. I'd probably would, say okay. Go ahead. Then. I would go with McCown to start week one. Okay. Um, because I mean it's just a familiarity thing. He knows mm-hmm. the system. He knows everything about it. I think Sam Darnold gets his shot, but at the end of the season, Teddy Bridgewater is a very talented quarterback. I mean, he was he was very good with the with the Vikings. They should have gone a little bit further in the playoffs that year that uh, that he led them there. Um, but Blair Walsh missed that what twenty five yard field goal. Yeah, it was against the Seahawks. I know. Yeah. And he yep. should, they should have gone farther in the, in the playoffs and had a better chance. And Teddy Bridgewater was a huge reason for that. So I think, you know, Teddy, um, just off of sheer talent alone, once he learns the system, uh, is your bulk of the game starter. All right, Rob? That's tough just because of the fact if I think whoever gets it week one has a good chance of holding it because they start with the lines, it's winnable. 
They got the Dolphins, Browns. They're New obviously in a winnable. They have winnable games in their division. They've got the like, Patriots are tough. But I'm they looking also at their play. schedule, and it's like 12 games that are winnable. That's my. I think it's going to take like a three-game losing streak for the quarterback to lose his job. And that's even. I mean, that's a little harsh too. Yeah. Because I mean, three-game losing streaks yeah, can I mean, kill you in football, but they happen. But I think it's going to be a take a three-game losing streak because you got so much talent behind you. I do think Josh McCown starts. Okay, so we got two with McCown starting, and, and then you're not sure. If I'm going to say, or you, the way you sounded is that unless he gets injured, he's going to finish the year as well. It looks, it looks that way, but there's a stretch where they play the Vikings. Bears are supposed to be tough this year. Um, I'll say. Darnold ends up the starter week six. Week seven. I think I'm more on ta- on pace with your ideas, but let's see how you're. I'm, I'm gonna say let's Darnold, see how you two feel. I'm gonna say Darnold's the week seventeen starter for the sole fact that they're out of it. They want to see what he's got. Oh, okay. So that that puts it in a good perspective. Aaron, what do you think? I'm gonna say McCown starts over half the season at least. Uh, I, I think as long as he's healthy, I mean he's he's the most. Uh, I guess like journeyed quarterback on this mm-hmm. roster. There's plenty of experience. Definitely I, capable. Teddy is probably the most NFL ready at this point as far as like just talent, but the, Teddy hasn't played a game in two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what worries me. But I the thing is they kind of have an embarrassment of riches at, at like the quarterback position because they have depth. I not not like none of the three guys are particularly great options, but I could see them shipping off Teddy in a, in like in a trade, like if uh, a quarterback or you know, a quarterback in the league would get injured, and uh, you know someone would need one out of necessity, maybe to like to keep uh, keep their hopes alive in a playoff race or something. And I could see them shipping off Teddy, but uh, I, I look for uh, Darnold to start by the end of the year. Uh, I just you know you spend a high pick on a guy, they're not going anywhere this year. I, I don't. There's not a whole lot of talent there for them to really to make any kind of push. They're not going to beat out the Patriots in the division. I look for them by the end of the year to, to turn the reins over to the young guy and uh, see what he can do and, and see uh, if he can make any strides in making this team better for the future. I'm, I'm, I think I'm leaning towards you. I, I think McCown is going to start the season, and I think if there's a change at all throughout the year, I think it's going they're going to go to Darnold. Um, I really don't see how you put your future quarterback at that third position. I think Bridgewater was brought there um, – now, he was brought there before they drafted Donald, correct? Yes. So yes. I think he was brought there not only in case they couldn't get a quarterback in the draft, but almost for like an insurance policy. Um, he's obviously going to be a bit of a project coming back from the injury. Um, but I'm, I'm also like, Ty, I like Teddy. He I like him. Game, yeah. He got in a game last year, though, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. I like him as a player, and I like his talent. Um, I'm not sure how much he's actually in their plans to actually play. I so. mean, the talent is definitely there. I mean, he he didn't injure his arm, that's for sure. But, mm-hmm. I mean, really, Teddy wasn't a great mobile quarterback. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. He was more like side to side and, you know, and you know making throws downfield, but, like, nothing like straight line speed. But, uh, I mean, he was a franchise quarterback at one point. So, we'll see. We'll see what they do there. Um, so, I'll probably go with McCown and Darnold. But – I root for Bridgewater, so if he gets in, uh, oh, he's I, definitely a quarterback. I'd, I'd love before. to see Teddy make a comeback. Elliot, do you have any uh, different opinions here? Uh, I'm going to be pretty similar to you guys. I think McCown does start the year, but Robbie Anderson has a suspension looming, so if he's not in there, they have no one to throw the ball to. I think a Terrell Pryor. They're already not a good running team. <laughs> well, he, he might I, end up at quarterback. I sense, yeah. I sense a little bit of... It, it's a split between hostility and sarcasm. 
in that Terrell Pryor. I'd go 60-40 in favor of hostility. <laughs> Our good buddy Austin Alger was actually having an argument with someone about Terrell Pryor earlier. So. Hmm. Well, what was that about? He, I bet about, he was defending him. Oh, no. He was nah, all against him. He was all against him? He good for you, Austin. Well, I know the Jets do get Quincy a new while back this year. And I know while he is, you know, not going to be a well-known name to a lot of people. He he was he was a pretty reliable fantasy receiver. All right, so here's here's. I'd also like to make a prior okay. uh, prior comment really quick. Uh, my brother Jake, uh, do uh, you guys remember? Loves prior. He kept Terrell Prior yes. over over Ty, over Ty Gurley. You know, I, I should. Bet you had a losing record. I too. should. I should just. His I, team name is the Jeeps. I think. I we, should remove. I, should I think remove we know why you drink, that. Jake. Huh? I, think we, I think we know why you drink so much. That's right. I think I, I should I just mean, remove the Jeeps after he that. He did win a championship. Of course, we all know why he won that year. It is. He should just be asked to leave. But uh, you were getting ready to make a point. And you know what I just remembered? We didn't even give ourselves a break after the Patriots. That's all right. Oh, I was planning on a break. Well, we'll do one after the Jets. Oh, that's fine. We'll do the first half. Good halfway. Good halfway. So okay. The point I'm getting to is out of their first one, two, three, four. Got to take a big out break. Out of their first five the, games, I think, they win, um, I think they win a maximum <laughs> of one of those I'm five I'm sorry, games. Evan. So if they are 0 and 5 or 1 and 4 after the first five, I think Sam Darnold starts week six against the Colts at home. So I think, it comes out before Teddy. Yes. I think okay. that's the best place to bring him in against the Colts. Bad defense at sure. home. Sorry, I, Bob. I think week six against the Colts, Darnold's your starter. All right. So we So we, what what place do you so the Jets come in? So has Teddy just got no shot to get in any games this uh, year? Is he gonna even dress? This I year? think they'll be better than the Bills. I think the Bills. That's the thing, be like you don't see people dress three QBs so, a lot. Yeah. Patriots. I wanna pose that question to the Dolphins. I'm not I'm not opposed to saying the Jets finish second in the division. They uh, I think they could as uh, crazy as it seems, really? I think I'm gonna go with the Bills to finish second in the division. Mm. We'll talk I, about that. I think I, the Bills are last. All right, Aaron, yeah. you said no. Are you saying no to the Bills second? Or no to the I'm saying no to the whole yeah, division outside of the Patriots. I think I think the three teams under the Patriots will will be like in no particular order in the top five picks in the NFL draft. I think oh they my. easily could be. Oh, yeah, I think the I mean, Jets. I think the Jets win five or six. Now the problem is they'll play each other, so they'll beat up on each other a little bit, but. I think the Jets are better than the Dolphins and better than the Bills. No. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Think the Jets are better than the Bills? Dolphins are better than the Jets. I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm sticking up for you, Evan. I'm going to make a bold prediction. They still have... Who? The Dolphins? They still have uh, Kenyon Drake. They have... Tan- Kenyon Drake's a good player. He helped me win Give my... Give me Gene Drake. <laughs> he, got, helped me win, he helped me win a fantasy Drake, championship. They have Kenny Stills. They have okay, did you really just say they've got Tannehill? He's no, no, no. I said... I said he he's, he's a he's a Decent player. I'm telling you, I think the Jets bad. beat him. He's a decent the Jets player. Defense is, he, is, he, is, is he still that good? He's with, better uh, than the quarterbacks on the other team. Is he still that good after yeah. he loses uh, Jarvis Landry and Julius Thomas? That hurts. But the well, Jets. Julius Thomas was a non factor, but he has the Jets have The Jets have Danny the Amendola. best Amendola. defense That's in the not division. A bad receiving core. They have the best defense in the division. Who? The Jets. The Jets? I'm going to make a bold prediction on this division. I think they the might. Patriots win more games than all three of those other teams combined. Yikes. That's bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. So uh, let, let's just say they're they're gonna, pay- they got to beat each other, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing, man. That's, that, that would be us. Because that's at least that's guaranteeing six wins, right? Yeah. That's guaranteeing six wins. Well, if they go four wins each, that's. Oh, well, Aaron, Aaron no, said earlier the Patriots. I think he mentioned earlier that the Patriots were going to win those six. Yeah. Like out the bat. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, I know, but I'm saying between those teams, between those three team, other teams, they got to play each other. 
six times or whatever. Wouldn't that be times. one of the worst divisions in NFL history? If that <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the Patriots have done that. What? Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll sure win the division by weeks. I'm week sure nine there's been a year crazy, like, through yeah. these 20 years where they've won more games than the rest of the division. Like all, the year when they went 16 and 0? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll oh, have, yeah. I bet you. I'd, yeah, like, to see the, I'd like to see you the record. You know they did. Oh, like NFL today, like Ty said, by like week nine, they'll have like one of the little letters by their name, like clinch division. <laughs> okay, so. Magic numbers down to one after week two. <laughs> so, Aaron. <laughs> our. Uh, are there any are there any people that you want on your team this year then fantasy wise with the Jets? Very much. There isn't much at all. Kind of blunt. Okay, uh, what about the defense then? I'll take the defense. You want is the, the def- is the defense a team that you not just pick up off waivers, but that you keep on your team the whole year? No, not all, the not offense all year. is not going to be good enough to be, have them play. For that the defense, like, like what be scared really me fatigued. with the Ravens, their offense is going to be on the Maybe. field. Yeah, not, their offense is not going to be on the field enough. It, it, a it, magical it, moment in the podcast. Our seven eleven run has arrived, so we will be taking a break shortly. <laughs> If there's any players on that team that I would consider in fantasy, it would maybe be Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, especially if he's not suspended. Yeah. He was a wide receiver one last year when he was. Yeah, I think I think even with the suspend, suspension, I mean, you could get a really good discount on him. Stash him on your bench. He's somebody who could help you on a bye week. Oh, fill yeah, in, if you have a match deep bench up. league, he's certainly someone you want to stash. Well, uh, and, the positive thing is a jet. The one jet you could take is Ty Bowles. He won't go negative. <laughs> and, and then maybe another name is just Isaiah Crowell. I mean, he's somebody, a running back you could get super late again at, a, dis- a, at a discount. He's, he's a starting running back on an, on an NFL team. But I think the question was, do you want him on your I team? don't want him. If I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to make it a point. If you, tie my, if you tie my hands behind my back and put a gun to my head, I'll be like, yeah, I'll take him. But, <laughs> Who's the Jets tied in? Uh, it'll be Austin Safari and Jenkins uh-uh. on it. No, oh, he's, he's actually a decent two, player. He's gone. Where he's he, gone? Oh. Yeah, he left, I'm pretty sure. Is he a Buccaneer? No, he was no, a Buccaneer. He was with the Buccaneers. They've got that kid, oh. Christopher Herndon, that they just drafted this Where year. That they're really happy about. That's a, I'm about to look that up right now. Austin. They're excited about Christopher Herndon. I read that. All right, so where are the Jets finish? Third. I'm saying second. I've got, I've got Patriots. <laughs> it ain't first. I'm with Aaron. I'm, I'm pushing. Who cares? It ain't first or last oh, in a race, Bobby. I love that answer. Who cares? <laughs> like in, in some divisions, it does matter who's second because you can get a wild card spot or, or a team. <laughs> <laughs> wild card spot in that division? No, I'm saying that's not the case in that division. I know, I know. Like in the, I think in the East, you have a legitimate shot maybe at a wild card spot. In the NFC East. Yeah. Oh. But here... Hell, it don't it don't matter, brother. If you don't win a division, you ain't get. Basically, if you're not the Patriots, you're all playing for draft picks. <laughs> this is the Reese Bobby division of the NFL. All right. Any other so, comments on the Jets? So Safarian Jenkins went to the Jaguars just to clear that up. Woo! Oh wow. Oh, okay. And I will I'll run the division for you. I've got Patriots, Dolphins, Jets, Bills. Good old Buffalo. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go Patriots, Dolphins. Bills, Jets. Oh, God. These taquitos are fantastic. <laughs> they are fantastic. We'll be right back. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the well, we got the Dolphins and the Bills. Yep. Um, Buffalo Bills time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 
intro yet. Best intro yet, by uh, far. You worked hard on that one. <laughs> Buffalo Bills time. Could have just said garbage time. <laughs> Is it time to take off the trash already? Does Arthur listen to this show? No. All right. <laughs> We're safe. Speaking of which, did you get paid today? No. no. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's go through the uh, some of the Bills starting games. They'll play the Ravens, the Chargers, Vikings, Packers. They're starting off 0-6. 0-6? They're starting off 0-6. Okay, this guy Yikes. tweeted. This guy tweeted about the Bills. Josh Allen, fifty-six percent college completion rate. Kelvin Benjamin, fifty-six career, fifty-six percent career catch rate. Andre Holmes, fifty-seven percent career catch rate. And Zay Jones, forty-two percent rookie year catch rate. Gonna be like watching drunk walruses mate. <laughs> so, so fifty percent of the That's time they're gonna catch it hundred percent of the time. Exactly. Every Wait, time. Calvin Benjamin, he's a he's a builder. He's a builder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> they do still have shady though, so I mean they they're not gonna be a total laughing stock. Shady. I mean you don't they, they will be a total laughing stock. You don't think he can be suspended as well? Oh uh, yeah, that's another thing that let's get to that. You don't think what happened? Hit? Why is he not suspended yet? Who? McCoy. What do you do? Well, you know, apparently there was photo well. evidence of him domestic violence. But you know how that goes. He's not a cowboy. That's true. <laughs> I want to. I want to come on here right now and just express my anger towards the NFL and Roger Goodell. There is more evidence in this little case alone that you don't hear anything about because he plays for the Bills. You had a text message. whatever you said, I was going to make it up. Yeah, and yet he got uh, suspended early before the year started. Six games. Six games, and we have heard nothing. And there, Shady McCoy. There was a suspension, I can't remember who it was, this year for domestic violence, two games, when the minimum is supposed to be six. Yeah. Well, that just shows you the inc- incompetence of Roger Goodell. He's a, he's a, he's a, a mush Unprecedented brain. bias towards the Cowboys. But before I get too off track, we all think the Bills are kind of in that, like, three-team group that's that has no shot at winning the division, but it could fall into any which order to follow in the Patriots. So, um, I guess... I mean, do you guys have? I mean, I'm, I'm almost at a loss of words to come up with a big storyline for the Bills. I mean, there is their quarterback going to be a rookie this year. The storyline yeah, is who so. plays quarterback because now Tyrod Taylor, as we mentioned last week, is now uh, on the Browns. So there's no well, Tyrod. They've got AJ McCarron now. I've, I've heard Josh Allen's third on their depth yeah. chart right now. Apparently, Behind Nathan Peterman. Apparently, yeah. he has been horrendous. <laughs> oh, God, he, they Nathan said he Peterman. overthrew two straight screen passes yesterday. Oh my goodness! <laughs> AJ McCarron no finally get, a, get an opportunity to start a bunch of games. It, it seems that way. I mean, after Nathan Peterman's wonderful debut last year against the Chargers. Oh Charters, brother, this <laughs> guy stinks! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Have you guys seen the Jeff the Saturday Night Live Jeopardy where Will Ferrell's he gets to the final question? He's like, you know what? He balls up the question. He's like, just write a number. And no. uh, you know what? For the Bills, let's just. Whatever you guys want to talk about. It could be their jersey colors. It could be the weather. It could be – has anybody ever the been to Buffalo? Cold. Yes, I've been through Buffalo. What yeah. do you guys think of the city? It looked – Because honestly, I, it looked I don't like know, a feeling, kind of I don't know if you should even talk about it. It looked like a dead old manufacturing city. I went there once in eighth grade. It was it was uh, in the wintertime. Of course, it snowed is. every day. Yeah. Went to, I did go to the first Buffalo Wild Wings called Anchor Bar, so that was pretty cool. And I, I say as as, as – in the location that we were at, I didn't see as much Bill stuff as I did uh, in Tower Pursuit. There's a lot of Sabre stuff. Yeah. A lot of hockey stuff up there. <coughs> well, it's basically um, Canada. 
I mean, yeah. let's be honest. But I, mean, they have been, I think it's C9 Niagara Falls. They have been ranked the uh, drunkest fans in the NFL. Can you blame them? <laughs> No, no. And you blame, it's so cold. They ha- they know they have no shot. I tell you what, they do have. I mean, they made some cornerback splashes. They they signed Vontae Davis, who's a solid corner. I'll go out on a limb and say they beat the Ravens week one. Fifty. 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 Fifty bucks. I want to put fifty on it, but I think that's they not, beat the Ravens. You think that's the, uh, not a winnable game for Buffalo? <clears throat> I mean, I, I I agree. I think the Ravens are a better team. And I think they're going to win the game. They're not going to win the opener in Baltimore. The Bills are going to pick first overall. Okay. You know what? Since we're not okay. talking about much with the Bills, I can say that, uh, and we're talking bets here, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get 20 bucks here soon because I bet Corey that uh, Tiger would win and uh, pretty big four under from him today. I kind of like that. <laughs> I know that has though. nothing to do with the Bills. <laughs> you like their jerseys? I love, it. I love it. But guess what? Big Cat back on the prowl. Oh, more Tiger like, the better. You guys like their jerseys? I mean, speaking of Tiger, I think the Bills have some clean jerseys. Yeah, Jerry's yeah, showing some spirit here tonight as well, fellas. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. The only reason I'm wearing this is because I fell asleep on the couch and I was cold. Big cat. <laughs> so he I still don't understand why you have a cat. Big cat's better. Right, I have a what? A cape. A cape. God, this thing is. Loud. Is there one reason you are wearing a cape right now? Oh, not really. No. Oh, I mean, last. By the way, last three times he opened with 66 at Firestone, he won the tournament. So. <laughs> you talking about tires? Absolutely. All right. Um, the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather talk about tires. I'd rather talk about. <laughs> Bring on Dale Reed. We'll talk tires instead of the Bills. <laughs> we, I mean, we can talk about we can talk about anything. We got. I'd say we give the Bills or or whatever we want to talk about another five or six minutes before we move on to the next to the next. Who's team. the coach? It ain't uh, Chain Daly. Uh, Dermot. <laughs> Wait, Dermot. Who? He was the coordinator. Who? He was the D coordinator. Sean. No, Sean. Sean McDermott. I'd rather have Doug. Sean McDermott. It don't matter. It don't no, matter. No, it don't. And, and that was Aaron's friend. <laughs> it well, don't matter. Well, you, you heard these fans can talk about Tremaine. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Tremaine. Okay, so who? I think they're going to be decent. What is their key starters on offense? Offensively, their their key stars are Shady. obviously Shady. Uh, on the outside, it's probably going to be Benjamin. Defensively, though, who the who all, is their studs on this, on defense? Because then they, they made a good I, pick I, this year. I wouldn't they? go as far as Shady. No, they Tremaine made a good is, pick. Tremaine, oh, they actually got Davis White is a really good corner. Davis White is very good. They also uh, got Chris Ivory as a running back. He's yeah, not bad. He's I mean, bad. I think that could be a, an interesting little pairing there because I mean, you got the speed and the quickness and the cutting of Shady, and then you've got Chris Ivory who will just run you over. Pretty, It'll be interesting, but I'm pretty I mean, sure they lost yeah. two to three offensive linemen. They, they lost three. Cordy Glenn is now in uh, Cincinnati. Eric Wood was forced to retire due to and a neck injury, and, and Richie Ocognito Oc- 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 retired. Goat that'll be that'll be Goat big. That's, yeah. that's big shoes to fill, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. Always on my mind. Another uh, another Richie Incognito is a nasty man that you need on your Madden team. <laughs> another <laughs> another Bills compliment. They always had one of my favorite names in all of football. Roscoe Parrish. I love that name. Remember Sounds him? Sounds like a UVA it's a fast. Nah, he really does. Roscoe sounds like he. Remember that he was the kick returner, mm-hmm. pretty, <coughs> pretty fast dude. Bird. All right, um, I guess before we, they got Trent I, Murphy too. I'm be honest, I can't talk about them much longer Next without end. getting bored myself. Is there anybody on the Bills that would take fantasy wise? LaShawn McCoy. If, <laughs> okay, McC- yeah, McCoy. If you believe if that he is not going to be suspended, yeah, because as of right <laughs> now, he, as of right now, he's being drafted in about the third or fourth round. The thing is, if he if he plays every game, that is a steal because he's gonna they're gonna run him in the dirt. Because didn't he, he have one of his best seasons last year? He's gonna year? be their best receiver. He's gonna be their entire offense. Sounds Couldn't like pay team. me to draft him this year. No, you're Couldn't staying away pay from. Pay me him? to draft him. Well, so you don't think he's gonna play? Here it says he, will, he won't be on any of my teams either. 
because actually I saw Dave Richard from CBS Sports. He said you might as well go to your draft board right now and hit delete LaShawn McCoy. I'm with him. I'm with him. Here, so is um, that because you think he's not going to play? Well, I just think there's, there's a lot of red flags. As we said, he's lost three <coughs> offensive linemen. We already think they're going to be bad. So really, the he's only, on the wrong side of thirty. The only measurable yeah. usage, again, getting older. The only measurable usage he's going to get is volume. Is in the passing game. Okay. Yeah. If you're not in a PPR league, what do you he's mean the wrong side of thirty? Useless. He is thirty. He is thirty now. Yeah, he's thirty. Oh, well, that I mean, well, the only way he can go is the wrong side. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30 tends to be the age uh, where people start to get iffy on running backs. As unfair as it is. On another note, there is reports that the Bills and LaShawn McCoy are confident he will avoid suspension. Yeah, but I mean, come on, Robbie. We were confident he's going to avoid Well, there's a difference because, you know, people hunt the Cowboys. But on another note, LaShawn McCoy said that Tremaine Edmonds will be one of the best players in the league in two years. I mean, but even Ooh. if he is, that's still they he's got still a, a lot to work he's around. Still a bill. Him. No, I'm not yeah, even going to say he's a bill. Be a bill. You can't say that. There, there's been some Hall of Fame bills. They won anything? AFC <laughs> <laughs> Championship. Yeah, four of them in a row. Four of them, four of them in a row. All right, rather lose four. But realistically, Shady is probably the only bill that. Is even worse drafting, but not even as like Elliot, the last I said, pick in the draft I mean, he's, type not, thing? he's not going to be on our teams. Josh Allen not worth the last pick in the draft type thing? Not I don't me. think so. I don't I, want the, a single bill. The, the weapons aren't there, and I just don't think he's ready. Not just, even worth the last. Okay, we pick. want more. We we definitely want more <laughs> listeners to the show. But Aaron, don't tell Arthur not to start with this week's show because he's just not. He'll never listen again. <laughs> Dad, listen I know. Again. I know you're not listening, but if you are. Uh, just don't pay any mind to what we said. We love your Bills. <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually root for the Bills in the course of the season. I have no reason to I've, root I mean, for I've always rooted for him just because of Dad, but I mean. I'm sure he doesn't have the same feelings about no, no. <laughs> about my team but or, or Ty's team. Both of them have beat them in Super Bowl. In fact, the Bills have lost all their Super Bowls to NFC East teams, right? The Giants, the Cowboys, and the Redskins. Yes. Um, Josh Norman saying, "I'd take Darius Geis." Okay, but that's not that's, that's not that that's, big of a. That's Darius Darius Elliott to you. <laughs> oh God! I'd rather have Bill Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to uh, our friend EPK Knowles' team, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Dan Marino sound, the, sound the cricket. Yeah, that's the thing. See, Dan Marino's not walking through the door. They went with Jay Cutler last year. I mean, what do we think about that? I mean, it was just a nobody really cares that he didn't perform. He was about what we expected him to be. I thought he played yeah. all right. He played all right. And he got He's hurt towards off. the end of the year, didn't he? <clears throat> yes, and then Matt Moore <laughs> played, and He's against gone. the Steelers, he was nearly decapitated yeah. by Bud Dupree. <laughs> but, um... Matt Moore's gone. There's not much. There's not really much to say. Ryan Tannehill's it, back. It'll, it'll be Tannehill. It'll uh, be Tannehill. Running back. They do have a talented running back. Uh, How remember, many games? Jay left. How many games? Drake is on Tannehill. Oh, I think he starts the whole Brock, year unless I'm, he gets I'm hurt. I'm saying he's going to get hurt. How many games? Oh, I don't, see. I don't know if he's really. He's not injury. It was, it was just last year he got injured, right? Evan, Evan, let me let me just say this. You are praying, getting on both knees tonight, that Tannehill stays healthy because your backup is, is Brock Osweiler. No chance he stays healthy. I'll put five dollars on that. Right Actually, now. I don't know, because if the Dolphins go and get a low pick, which Aaron says that this whole division, except for the Patriots, has a chance to get a top five pick, 
they can go out and possibly draft their next quarterback That's if they don't if they don't believe That's in Tannehill. Well, I know Evan was really upset that they were not able to get Josh Rosen. And I know he didn't. I know he wasn't very happy when he uh, when they let go of um, Jarvis Landry, and he's now Brown, right? He he is now Brown. Their number one receiver it, it should be Devontae Parker. They'll also have Kenny Stills and uh, Albert Wilson from the Chiefs. And Danny Amendola. Oh, yeah, Amendola. Defensive, okay. yeah, they do have Amendola. Frank Gore, that'll definitely help. Yeah, they did get Frank. I Gore. like Frank Gore. Gore I, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like he's he's so old. He was solid last year, though. <laughs> um, defensively, uh, I'm drawing a blank. They still have Cameron. They still have Cameron Wake. Wake. He's Kiko even though he's aging. Got Robert Quinn. Kiko Alonso. They drafted uh, Mika Fitzpatrick. That's in the right. First round. Still have Rashad right. Jones, who was an All-Pro. Mm-hmm. So they've got some pieces on defense. They realistically, they should have finished second in that division. They're definitely the most talent, second most talented team in the division. Okay. So there you go, Evan. I mean, we're, we're giving them some credit. But you the thing is, the even, even with that talent, I don't see them winning any more than five or six games. I think six that says is, a lot about quarterback play. Yeah. If they have the best, if they have a decent defense, I think six and ten might be their standard. <clears throat> because, <throat> excuse me, I agree about six. I got a question. A good Who wins more games this year? Anybody under the Patriots or the Page County Panthers? The football team. The football. Mm. Well, that's that's not fair because the the the, the page will only play realistically ten games unless they make the that's playoffs. That's true. Well, so, okay. But <laughs> probably the, probably the people in the division. They have sixteen chances. They're yeah, pros. Yeah. Yeah, I would take the people. Well, okay, how many? I'd say at a max, Paige will win what? Three games at a max, three, three. or four? I think the more interesting question. They're going to win. I mean, yeah. one of those teams is going to yeah, win one four. Games. I, I think, think it would be yeah. more interesting to ask, aside from the Dolphins, who wins more games? Could say that. Aside from the Dolphins and Patriots. So you mean the Jets? So Jets and Bills. Who wins more between the Jets and the Bills? No. I'm saying. You take the highest one of those and put it against Page? Page County Panthers. If it's Page, it's awful. They have six less games to do so. <laughs> not to mention they're just not very well, good right now. <laughs> really, really four games because the Patriots are an automatic two. That's two that is true. That's true. <laughs> true. No, I'll, I'll still go to the pros. Okay. I'll go to the pros. I'm with you. <clears throat> All right. Um, anybody have anything else to add with the Dolphins? I gotta, I gotta queue up the. Uh, I forgot, Ty, I forgot to get you to queue up to me. Or, or, you know what? We're just going to take a break. Um, we got to do our awards for the division. Oh, good point. Uh, when we come back, we've got, we're closing the show with something that Robbie came up with. Uh, we're going to do, we'll actually just make that our own segment. So when we come back, we'll do awards for the division that'll consist of our MVP of the division, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and rookie of the year. So rookie could be offensive or defensive. And then we'll close the show after that. So we'll be right back. Okay, back to 9 to 5 Sports, and we are going to basically give our uh, preseason awards um, through the division. And today's uh, AFC East awards uh, are going to be the MVP, so who we think is going to be the, the most standout player uh, in, the, in this division this, this upcoming season. 
Uh, offensive Player of the Year, so the person that we think is going to have the best offensive year. Defensive Player of the Year, same concept on the other end of the ball. Uh, and Rookie. So which rookie do we think is going to have uh, a breakout or, or a, an impact uh, that, that makes the biggest impact in the league in that division? Um, Are we going back to do the other division for this as well that we did? Because I don't think we did this for the AFC North. Right, we didn't do it for the AFC North. Um, yeah, we can we can do that uh, after after the East. That works. Um, so let's let's start with. I mean, it, does anybody want to go first with with their awards? With, with, with you might have to name them out, but I think I could give them to you. What do you mean, name like? Like so, first we'll go with what MVP of the of yeah, the and then, division. So we're not going to go team by team. We're going to go the division. So what? Let's start out with the East. We've got the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Jets, and yeah. the Bills. Yeah. I'd, Who's your MVP? MVP would be Tom Brady. I okay. Mean, uh, I think he's what makes you run. He's going to play at an MVP type level yeah. every year. I just think that's almost a no brainer. The only person that I think could really put up a fight with him would be his own teammate Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. That's about it. Rob, MVP? Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, it's t- I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and especially in a division that, as we said, we've already compared the Page right. Panthers to yeah, the other teams right. in the division. That's correct. Uh, for me, it, it's got to be Tom Brady. I mean, even if you know, Ty mentioned Rob Gronkowski, you know, Tom's teammate. Even if he put up a monster season, someone's giving him the ball for that, yeah. that monster season. And, I mean, Brady's coming off a league MVP season, so <clears throat> nothing. there's nothing that holds me back from thinking he should be the MVP of this crappy division. I'll keep it moving on. My MVP for the division is going to be Brady. Elliot? No arguments here. It's Tom Brady. All right, let's go Offensive Player of the Year. So to make this fun – Let's can't pick, use Brady. You can't use can't Brady. Use Brady okay. I'm gonna be boring. So let <laughs> all right. Well, let's swing it back around the other way. We'll let Elliot start off um, with offensive player of the year. Rex Burkhead. Oh, so a running back for the Patriots. Yep. Um, if he's healthy, I'm gonna go Gronk. I think that uh, he's gonna try to put an, uh, an outstanding year. I think he's whether he's gonna stay with the Patriots or get traded. I think he's still gonna be one of the cogs of that offense. So I'm gonna go Gronk. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to go with Chris Hogan. I think he's going to carry over that stat line that he mm. put up in the Super Bowl. Uh, as I was saying earlier, he, in fantasy, he was a wide receiver one through the first half of the season before he got injured. He's going to carry over that uh, that hot streak from the Super Bowl, and he, I, he's going to be there. What's going to make them go this year on offense? I believe. Rob. Um. If I can't use Brady. <laughs> there lies the problem. I'm going to go with... You don't have to use a Patriot either. There are three other teams. No, there aren't. They <laughs> um, all have poor offenses. Yeah. Like McCoy, he's not going to do it. I'll go with Gronk. So we got two Gronks. You got know what? Burkhead. I'll do, I'll do an interesting one. I'll go, uh, I'll go Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews they, is... They, they, they cut. cut him. Oh, they cut him? They yeah, cut apparently him. he had an injury. Okay. So he's not going to be on the team. Well, there you go. There you go, folks. That's how much uh, work I've done on this. Uh, so I'll go in another direction. That was just today, I think. Um, how about Jeremy Hill? I, I'm going to go with Jeremy Hill. As long as he hasn't been cut yet, I'll go with Jeremy cut. Hill. He hasn't been cut. I think if he makes the team, I think I mean they, they could find a short yardage spot yeah, on the team. All right. Oh, I'll go with um, – I think he could provide a really big spark special teams offensive – Combo. Cordero Patterson. Patterson, he's on the oh, Patriots. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, defensive player 
of the year, and I'll start this one. Uh, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pick somebody that's not on the Patriots. <laughs> Who that is be a little bit easier, no? Honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the safety from the Jets. That's who I was gonna go with. Yeah. Jamal Adams. Yep, I'm gonna go. I say Jamal Adams has a big year. Yep, that's so I'm gonna go Adams. Aaron. Uh, I'm gonna, I was thinking about Wake, but I'm gonna go to Adams. I'm gonna go with uh, Tre'Davious White from the mm-hmm. Bills. I mean, he's he's proved last year, especially when he when he's healthy, he's a lockdown corner. One of the more like unknown lockdown corners in this league. Mm-hmm. Raw. I'm gonna go with Jamal Adams too. So okay, another Jet. Yep. Uh, there we go. We've got a Bill, a Jet. I'm gonna continue the, the trend here and switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna go with my defensive. Rookie of the year being my defensive player of the year as well, and Minka Fitzpatrick. With oh, Minka the, Fitzpatrick. With the, okay. uh, with the Dolphins. All right. And uh, Elliot, defensive player. Okay, I'm going to pull a tie and knock out two birds with one stone, but it's going to be a fellow hokey, Tremaine Edmonds. Okay. Oh, All right. Um, so, I guess rookie of the year, and we, uh, you guys have already mentioned yours. Trying to think through all of the rookies. <sighs> I would go Darnold, but I don't know how many games he's actually going to get to play. Um, what is this, offensive rookie of the, just, of the year? Just, rookie? just regular. Who do you think is going to make the biggest ro- – you know what? <clears throat> I, I might go Michelle. I think I think that Bill Belichick can get a lot out of his players, especially the running back position. That would be an interesting. And I think Michelle will have a great year. Yep. Uh, anybody? Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, just, you know, I just said it. Uh, I, I think um, – he slipped. He slipped a little bit in the draft, right? He was supposed to go either one or four um, to Cleveland, and ended up going. Fitzpatrick slipped, and Derwin James. Yeah, slipped. Derwin James. Derwin James was definitely the one that slipped big yeah. time. So we'll talk about him when we get there. I think he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Minka is just going to be. Uh, I think he's just going to be impressive. I mean, they've talked about him being one of the most sure, um, uh, you know, NFL ready type players, and uh, I can't wait to watch him. I think making Fitzpatrick is going to be fun to watch. Elliot's going with Edmonds, right? Edmonds, yeah. He's 20, 20 years old, and they're already handing over play calling duties to him as middle linebacker, so that speaks to the confidence they have in him early on in camp. As I said, I think the Bills are going to be bad, therefore, they'll be on defense a lot, and he should rack up tackle numbers. So that's, that's my reasoning for using Tremaine Edmonds. Rob? I'm going with Tremaine Evans, too. His dad was an all-pro tight end. That's weird. The, huh. Two Tech Dolphins. fans going with the two Tech or the Tech rookies. Huh. Win, His dad rookie. was an all-pro for the Dolphins. His brother got drafted in the first round. Uh, he played at Virginia Tech. Well, I don't know what else you want. Definitely a good football family. That's for uh, sure. He's a, he's okay, a, so you're going to pick Cooper Manning. <laughs> you want Cooper Manning, Rob? Come on, man. He didn't make it. But but Peyton, but Peyton was. Well, I wouldn't pick Eli. Peyton. I wouldn't pick Eli for Eli's sure. Eli's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Oh, Peyton please. Is be in the Don't, get me. Don't pick Edmonds. Peyton Archie Manning is what well, he was well, awesome back in the day. Edmonds would be the Edmonds best defensive have a big player in the division. This year, but just to kind of uh, kind of have a different opinion from Robbie and uh, Elliot on on this, I'm gonna actually go with you on uh, Sony Michelle. I know last year watching him in Georgia, I thought between him and Nick Chubb, I thought he was far superior in talent. I thought he was just much more explosive. Uh, with Deion Lewis now in Tennessee, I look for Michelle to be like their explosive back and be really effective in the receiving game and uh, kind of fill in that role that Lewis left. All right, now let's try to get the what AFC North. Um, still got a couple minutes left. So, real quick, let's go through this. MVP of the North. Aaron, why don't we start with you? I think if he if he plays all 16, I, I, I think 
really you can't go wrong between Le'Veon Bell or, or uh, Antonio Brown, but I, I'm actually going to go with Bell. I just think what he gives you uh, running the ball and receiving the ball, I mean, he's he's going to touch the ball probably over 400 times this year. Um Got a good line in front of him. I, I, I think in a big, you know, a contract year, a prove it year, whether or not you know we're going to sign him back next year, or you know a, a other suitors are going to get a, a back up the Brinks truck and you know throw all the money at him. But I, I look for him to have a big year. Yep, I'm taking Bell for my North MVP. Uh, so today apparently Antonio Brown got hurt today. I'm not sure to what extent, but they said they said he, it was nothing major. Okay, I saw he left Pittsburgh. I wasn't sure, but. Barring an unforeseen injury, Antonio Brown will be my MVP of this division. Ty? Antonio Brown. And Rob? Bell. So, basically all Bells and Browns. And are we just flip-flopping the role here for Offensive Player of the Year? Because yes. I'm making Antonio Brown my Offensive Player yeah, of the Year. Yeah, and I'll make division. Le'Veon my Offensive Player of the yep, Year. Same thing. It's going yeah. to be – it's so, boring, folks, but geez. I mean, come on. Rob, same thing. Yeah. So, we're we're basically taking Bell and Brown for those I, two. I, I could make a case for Big Ben. Yeah. I'd go Big Ben more of MVP than Offensive Player of the Year, just because quarterback has more yeah, of an impact yeah, on the game. Yeah, quarterback definitely has a big weight on it. Uh, I, I just, like, you know, our listeners, I mean, both divisions that we've done so far, they are very top-heavy divisions. So, I mean, that's where, you know, we, we don't really get much, uh, you know, different opinions mm-hmm. on, I, I guess, like our MVP and rookie and uh, Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year candidates in, in these divisions. Uh, but once we get into some more of these competitive divisions, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll have a lot of different opinions flying around. And absolutely. defensive player of the year, that could be a that could be a fun one, especially for this division, because you've got the uh, the Steelers and the Ravens. Ravens obviously always have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. Give me give me Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yep. Wow. So a young guy who hasn't been able to showcase his skills because of injury. Yeah, I think he takes a step forward this year. All right, Elliot's going with Miles Garrett. All right, Ty giving us the motion on. Rob, you got somebody in mind? Mm, who's the the? I want the kid the Browns drafted this year. Denzel Ward. Yep. Denzel Ward from Ohio State. Great school, by the way. Put up, put up pretty good running backs. I do. Actually, you know I what? It's probably that. not a good time for me to mention yeah, with them. It's yeah, a good yeah, pretty good school. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it could be a good school, but just with that. Are, are you talking about Beanie Wells? Um, no. <laughs> it was actually Eddie George. Maurice Claret? Was Eddie George? Who yeah, Eddie George. That's who I was talking about. There you go. That was, oh. my, that was my best Madden cover. Remember oh, that? Eddie George. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, he was on the Madden cover. Um, Aaron? Uh, defensive MVP for me, I'm, I'm going to keep the Steelers train going along with another uh, uh, former Buckeye, but uh, Cam Hayward. I mean, Cam yeah. Hayward was a first-team All-Pro last year. Uh, in my opinion, one, probably one of the better, probably three to four best interior defensive linemen in the league. Uh, I, I just think he's a heck of a player, just causes havoc every single snap. Now, did Geno Atkins, he went to the Buccaneers, didn't he? Or is he still a bingo, a bingle? I believe he's still a bingle. To my, yeah, he's not. Uh, somebody he's went to bingo? the Bucs. Yeah, somebody did go to the Bucs. If he's still there, I'm going. I'm going with a bingle here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Geno. Rob, you already – yeah. yeah, it's me that I started oh, to go. Okay. I, I've just been thinking a little bit. I, I think I'm going to go T-sizzle? back on the... Uh, T-sizzle? No, I'm going to go T-sizzle. <laughs> Eric, T-sizzle? <laughs> I think I'm going to hop right back on that Steelers train. I really like the Steelers in this division. Is, um, I'm, oh, yeah, I can't believe Aaron didn't say <laughs> Vontez Perfect. I'm not going with Vontez. Vontez Perfect. I'll be going with uh, T.J. Watt. So. 
That's that's my oh, guess. I, I think I think guy. a little a little pass rusher, and uh, I think he's just going to continue to get better. I thought he was pretty good last year, so all right, and it'll be interesting uh, to watch. To to kind of close us out with this segment, uh, what do we got to do? Rookie, rookie, outstanding rookie of the year for this division, and I'm not as familiar. Uh, my research for the rookies was last week, and now it's kind of drifted away. So yeah. I'm probably going to go with the first rookie that pops in my head, or that at least I think can make a standout. And I'm actually going to take uh, Robbie's pick. I think I think Ward has a chance to make a really uh, a pretty big impact at a very impactful position on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm going to go Ward, Denzel Ward for the Browns. I'm with you on that, Jared. Uh, right. Robbie kind of stole our thunder. That's where I was thinking ahead of mm-hmm. going with Ward. So. We all, we all think the Browns are going to take a step forward this year, and to do that, they're going to need to be better on the defensive side of the ball. Young guys are going to have to step up because that's their and, team now is a bunch yeah, of young so guys. So that's my theme here, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. I think I think that takes the team not to the next level, but at least better than they were last year. Right. So. Aaron? Uh, I'm going to go with Denzel Ward as well. Uh, I think, as Elliot was saying, I mean, you're you know, building the defense. with you got your pass rushers now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you found your lockdown corner to build that build with that defense. Uh, I look for him to have a good season. Uh, another one, I, I mean, I, I know, you know he, he plays for my team, but I, and I was surprised that he, he was drafted in the first round. But I look for Terrell Edmonds to have a good year. I, I think you know he's impressed a lot in camp so far, and I, I think he might be the Steelers' starting strong safety uh, to, to begin week one. Yep, and he's on a, on a good team, so that definitely helps. And then, Ty? I'm with you on the, on the whole Ward situation. I think, uh, as you mentioned, the defense needs to – Take a big step up, and I think that's uh, I think that's a good step forward there for them. All right, so we knocked out two divisions. Aaron, Aaron there. took my pick. What do you mean, Edmonds? Edmonds. Edmonds. Yeah, sticking with the Edmonds brothers. Uh, I was going with him for joke. Oh, what a surprise! Joke. What a <laughs> joke. What a surprise! All right, um, we're gonna. This will be our last break. When we will come back, uh, we'll close out the show with some more minor sports headlines. All right, it's time to close out our show for this week. I think it was a good one, guys. We did a pretty good wrap and uh, in-depth look at uh, the AFC East. So with that being said, it's time to close out the show with some other headlines that doesn't have to do with football. So, guys, the table is open to you. Uh, really disappointing to see Urban Meyer knew about uh, some uh, some abuse. Yep. And, uh, That's probably the biggest yeah, story in prob- sports right now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, it's sad to see how much – we just don't pay any attention to um, uh, domestic abuse anymore. Yeah, and you know what? He's on administrative leave right now. That very well may turn into paid uh, administrative leave more than likely. That might turn into a separation completely. I, I and you know, just to say that this is the second or third time that Ohio State's head coach has been uh, excused for reasons other than football. Yep. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, not yeah. a good look there. Definitely Any other didn't, stories? Didn't expect that out of Urban Meyer. Oh, definitely Steve Pearson. Happy man. stories? Yeah. Oh, Steve, Steve Pearson, the Red yeah. Sox, yeah. He had a three-home run game. The best Oriole to ever step foot oh. in Camden Yard. Before we uh, end, uh, how many seconds we got? We got 30 seconds. All right, who won the game tonight? Hall of Fame game was tonight. Oh, uh, Bears and Ravens. Yeah, Ravens won. Ravens by won. By one. Ravens won by good one. Good ball game, Steve. Okay, and then real preseason. The Bears won losses. Real preseason <laughs> st- uh, football starts next week, right? Next Thursday, yep, I think. Yeah, yep. you know, the Cowboys play next Thursday. That's also, that uh, that's right. Nats looking pretty good. They uh, started to roll against the Mets. I mean, obviously it's the Mets, but you got the Reds coming into town, and then you've got a four-game set with the Braves next week. We're right there at it. See you next week on Nine to Five Sports.